Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our 2019 season preview for the Brisbane Lions. So uh, we're just giving them a bit of time in their own episode. So we'll go through their 2018 before we look at their 2019. And Brisbane uh, this year, coming off a wooden spoon, had five wins and 15th. But it was better than five wins, though, wasn't it? It well, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at uh, where Brisbane are headed. They're headed up. And they got a lot of games into some young players, particularly uh, you know, their, their rookies. Yeah, yeah, they got good games into them too. Yeah. As in, um, there were games where uh, the pressure was on and they played well. They played there, four quarters as well. Yeah, and there were difference. some games where you've got like uh, Cam Rayner doing shit and you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. He, he, yeah, we'll get into him, I'm sure. But yeah, they they had a very good developmental 2018. I'm glad we've got to Brisbane in our season preview primer slash let's not go down that path now because it's the first time you can actually be uh, positive in earnest with yeah. the teams. Because every team comes into the season hopeful. Uh, some teams are destined for disappointment, but I think Brisbane can be definitively hopeful. If anything, my only criticism of, of Brisbane was they were a little bit too positive this year. Like It was a great year, though. I mean, that, that Coming out of back-to-back wooden spoons yeah, yeah. Um, and playing like shit, they had good games. Yeah, They had really good games. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they strung they, some together as well. It wasn't just like playing a good half or a good, good game and that's it. Like, there was a little session where they put together, you know, a good block. But it still was only five wins. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like they were never in contention for finals. Yeah. But let's be honest, if uh, they had a Gold Coast-style exodus and all the players are up for grabs, every team is going to be targeting at least three or four players. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. the, mm, you can't yeah. say that for every team. And they're all in the right age bracket yeah. Uh, yeah. as well. Um, but let's go through their highs for the year. I think their high is very, very easy, and that's uh, the effect that Luke Hodge had on the team, especially with back, uh, two wins over Hawthorne, including one down in Tassie. And those wins weren't lucky either, um, and they weren't um, you know, close. No. They yep. were decisive. Um, is Hodge back at the Hawks yet? <laughs> no, that's no. next year, was it? Next or this year. year, end of this year, right? No, we let him coach for one year, then we yeah, bring him back. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's like the best way to get someone to pick apart your weaknesses is to send them off, you know, uh, in isolation and say, "All right, how would you beat my team?" Uh, Hodge has done that twice this year or last year. So, yeah. well, it was funny though because the second game he didn't play because he was, he was rested or injured. Um, and they're saying, oh, you know, they've got to do it without Hodge. I'm like, no, no. He's sitting yeah, in the coach's coach. box. Yeah. He's doing yeah. his job. He's yeah. just as good up there as what he is out in the field. Yeah, yeah. probably better. Well, I think 2019 will be tough for him just because the uh, runners and water guys can't be on the field as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to miss out a little. He, he played well this year. He played better this year than he did the year before. You know, his yeah. last year at Hawthorne. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also said one of their highs was the Collingwood game in round two or three. Yeah. They actually lost the game. 
Yeah. Um, but it was my vote for game of the year. It was an absolute cracker of a game. Uh, and Jesus was on uh, for young and old. And if not for a little bit of brilliance right at the end with uh, Stevenson, yep. um, I think it was Stevenson and Dugo, I'm testing my memory there, um, they would have pulled away with a win. And that was an absolutely cracker of a game, high-paced, high-skilled. Mm, yeah. Um, it, even though they lost, it was still a, a high point for me. But yep. they, they didn't... They lost pretty, if you get what I mean. It like, was. It was brilliant. You can, you can lose ugly and lose pretty, and they play attractive football to watch. It's very free-flowing. It's Sometimes it's a bit too high risk, but yeah. that's still entertaining. Yeah. But would you rather look good and lose or look look bad and win? Well, well I'd rather look bad and win, but that was, wasn't on the cards. So you could look bad and lose or look good and lose. So in that case, yeah, they look good and lost, and that's yeah. the the better of the two options that were realistically available at the time. Could have said it better myself, Billy Hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are their lows? Uh, back to their highs. I oh, thought, you got more highs. I got Sorry. more highs. I've, I put their highs as the block from round 15 to round 18. I feel like that's when they had that young team that came together and yep. played as a, a team that had confidence. Uh, round 15, you've got... Obviously, not beating, cracking, amazing teams, yep. but round Did 15, you, you beat the Dockers, 119-64. Round 16, Carlton, 120-55. 17, Hawks, 98-65. And then you play in the Crows. And they, they only lost uh, by five points. Yep. And this mm. was... Um, in in the last quarter, they kicked four goals three to one goals four, and almost got yeah. over the over the top of the crows. Almost, yeah. who, I mean, few injuries for the crows, but they're still, still the crows. Over those four weeks, averaging yeah. over a hundred points, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. And if you watch the game, you could see the confidence of that team, which I think was based on the previous three weeks, where they played very well together and looked yeah. to be offensive as opposed to figuring out, you know, how do we how do we ble- stop the bleeding of, of scoring? But even if you take a pessimistic view and say, yeah, okay, they, but they only beat bloody Frio and Carlton. Yeah. They've been convincingly, and that's what yeah. they should be doing. Yeah, for sure. Both those teams. Um, yeah. and, and they did. And, you know, they look like they had so much run in them, too, yeah. in the in the Hawthorne games, because obviously I watched those games closer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, the, the last high was just their overall look. The game, you can see what they're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks much, much better. Yeah. And they look balanced. Um, so they're lows. Um, it, no matter how you spin it, starting the season 0 and 8 isn't that great. Very true. Yes. Um, even though they look good in a couple of games, it's still 0 and 8. Yeah. Yeah. And I put round four against the Tigers. That was, yeah, oh, terrible. Shocking. Terrible. Game, one. Uh, kick four points in the first half to eight goals, 10. Uh, it's just, you got to put up more on the up that as a, as a professional team. It wasn't MCG, yeah. but it was. It, was, it was raining. So even if you're not scoring m- many points or goals, you still have to stop the other team from scoring a fuck ton of goals yeah. and points in the rain. True story. I was uh, on, the, on my way to that game with, uh, with the old man, yep. and we, when we were in the car on the Eastern Freeway, it bucketed down. Yep. And I mean, it came from nowhere. So there was heavy, heavy rain yeah. out of nowhere. And we went, fuck this, let's go to the to Etihad instead. Yeah. We went and watched the Swans versus the Bulldogs, which yep. started at, you know, two hours later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's still... Yeah. Benefits of an AFL membership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We went there for nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right, though. That was just deplorable. To me, the one that would have uh, put the shits up every Brisbane supporter was when uh, Harris Andrews, his emerging talent, looks yeah. looks brilliant. You forget how fucking young he is. Yeah. The mm. amount of uh, times he can run forward and uh, you know kick goals or set them up and run back and keep full forwards goalless. But uh, when he got KO'd by Cameron um, and apparently mm. had bleeding on the brain, yeah, it was it was serious. Yeah, that was a nasty fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Elbow. That's the one where you'd be up in arms because yeah. he, he could turn into anything. I mean, if you had a Big Mac occasionally and put a couple of kilos on, <laughs> he would be an absolute belter. Uh, like you say, though, he's still young, but he's taking on uh, big guys and uh, more experienced players, and mm. he, yeah, he's going to be all Australian, and if not this year, then the year after. 
Yeah, and I thought also um, finishing uh, having a close loss to Gold Coast. Uh, you want to build some rivalry there to get fans in seats. Yeah, uh, yeah, you want to win that one. You shouldn't be losing to Gold Coast. Yeah, well, I feel like the biggest rival at the moment is probably GWS, based off that Cameron hit because they're oh. going to want to represent there. Yeah, who are their yeah. rivals? I mean, they got a little rivalry with Geelong, based off Miracle yeah, on Grass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a bit one side now. of late. A little bit. I mean, I guess they're building one with Hawthorne now. You know, Port Adelaide, maybe, because, you know, Alistair uh, yeah. punched someone ages <laughs> ago. Uh, uh, one of the Wakeland twins. I'd punch them too, but I'd punch Alistair as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the other low is uh, obviously losing uh, Clay and Dane Beams. Yeah. Yeah. Dane Beams is a funny one because, you know, is he going to go? And then he comes out the best and fairest and says, <laughs> no, nah, I'm staying. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yep. And then he went. Yeah. Although I don't see there's anything sinister in it. I think it's just a, a guy that's changing his mind and, and <laughs> feel, obviously torn. I feel like maybe Collingwood hadn't given the yes, we'll definitely take you yet. So he's like, nah, I'm yeah. definitely staying. Uh, and they're like, ah, actually, we'll take it. I'm gone. Yeah. What would I leave? I love you guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll pay you a shit ton more. I yeah. love them too. <laughs> Which is actually speaking. I'll give him benefit of doubt. I, th- I think he you know, was just really, really torn. Um, but um, I'm also on the other side of it I don't see it as a bad thing because Collingwood didn't want to lose him in the first place but they knew the situation with his old man and they went we're not happy about it but we'll do it and now he's come back you go fair enough enough." well you owed him a favour and they cashed it they cashed it in yeah Uh, who's their double ups this year did we go through that Uh, that not not yet we've got their we'll start looking at their 2019 Uh, we'll look at their ins first Um, they got uh, Lincoln McCarthy from Geelong Mm. yeah Jared Lyons yeah Marcus Adams from the Bulldogs, yep. who is an um, absolute monster. The specimen. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they got him. Um, yeah. I really wish that uh, Hawthorne put their hands up. Um, what a pickup. I mean, uh, yeah, he's got some injury issues, but... Yeah, he's Jesus. exactly what they need. He, wouldn't he be great um, in that back line with uh, Harris Andrews? Yeah, and that's what they get need. get his body right. Someone big like that, um, in, you're an enforcer in that back line. Yeah. Yeah, well, like we said in the other ones, when you've got in the other um, lower-ranked teams... When you've got young players coming in and there's no one there to protect them, yeah. they're exposed and they're so vulnerable and they're, they're worried about getting the ball. But you have a bloke like Marcus Adams come in and he says, lad, don't worry about it, you go for it. i got you covered. Yeah, you're like, geez, he's got 44-inch biceps, well, I reckon I'm safe. Well, they had Source Bottle Merritt, you know, um, two years ago. Yeah. Um, this is an upgrade on that, I reckon. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it just if they can keep his body right. And plus, he's going to sell a bunch of posters to the young girls <laughs> who run around <laughs> Brisbane. Um, and if you're going to lose Dane Beams, uh, Lockie Neal's not a bad um, addition. Yeah. I, if I had my druthers, I'd take Dane Beams, but Lockie Neal's more than handy. Oh, I don't know. I think Lockie Neal's one of those guys that, um, if he has a good season, he's brown low potential. Mind well, you can say the same about yeah, Dane Beams. Yeah, yeah, best season of his career uh, last year. So, uh, Get up there, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, he's he's handy. He he walks into any side in the competition. Yeah, well, he's hitting his prime in regards to age and form. Yeah. I, I feel twenty six exactly. years old. Um, yeah. So he'll be the senior player when their you know the last couple of yep. uh, high draft picks are getting into their prime. Yeah. They're twenty three, twenty four. You know, um, in a couple of years. Yeah. But I feel like he could play that sort of uh, Ackermanis uh, Heath Black role. But they need a Voss there. Mm. Yeah. Not not literally Voss there because they tried. That. <laughs> it didn't work out so well. Um, they're outs. Well, we've already covered off the beams, um, so uh, we'll leave them. Uh, Pierce Hanley, um, he's headed back home. Yeah, uh, he was a handy player. Geez, he had some dash about him. He definitely had some good good spells. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was never consistent, but I mean, we didn't. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Never hold expectations no. on him either. No. Um, Tom Bell. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It was uh, Paparon. Um, Paparone, I saw him in his first season and I thought, oh yeah, this kid's got got something. He could go anywhere. Yep. I thought the same too. Uh, never, never really got there, so I've got no worries with that out. And Sam Mays as well. Um, I, again, a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think he should have been better than what he was and probably could have ha- held on to him. Mm. I felt the same about Jack Frost. I thought he looked like at stages he was going to be something. Vegan Brock Lesnar. Um, as I love, love to call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think injuries really robbed him. Yeah. Um, but he was a great trier, um, uh, especially down in um, uh, when he was at Collingwood. Hmm. Um, yeah, you, you get a guy called Jack Frost and you send him north of the heat. I mean, that's just fucking <laughs> dumb. It's not fair, is it? No. Um, and I said uh, Pierce Hanley. It's obviously um, uh, Kieran uh, Hanley. Um, mm. All right, so they're double ups uh, you're after, Brenton. So we've got yep. uh, the double ups. Of course, they got uh, the Gold Coast um, Q Clash. Yeah. Get some marketing, guys. Yeah. Uh, yep. Double ups with Hawthorne, North, Port, and the Bulldogs. Um, you know it's what? It's not bad. They went uh, 2-0 and against the Hawks this year. They'd be looking to do that again, I reckon. Yeah. I think that's a really, really good set of double ups to find out where you are. Like, Gold Absolutely. Coast, they should kill. Yeah. Um, shouldn't even be close. Yeah. But with uh, North and their injuries and Hawthorne and their injuries, they're gettable sides for Brisbane. And it's, if you can split the difference, you're doing well. And if you can uh, then give the Bulldogs a bit of a toweling, which I think that's that's doable for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Um, we just did, uh, you know, let's have a look at the Saints double-ups, um, which we just did. They got Melbourne, Crows, Frio, um, and, you know, Gold Coast and Carlton, fuck them. But yeah. Melbourne, Crows, Frio versus uh, Bulldogs, Port, North, and Hawks. Yeah. I'd much rather Brisbane. Absolutely. I mm. reckon this is an absolute yep. bottler of a draw. Even the, even the game at double against Port, like, with that running team, young team that Brisbane have got, if they can put pressure on early, Port will fall to pieces. Uh, it's just the height that's going to worry them. Well, now that Port played, have lost a lot of players too. Yeah, yeah, Brisbane have played a lot of good footy, especially at, um, yeah. I was going to say Footy Park, but it's Adelaide Oval. Yep. Um, against Port. You know, they've put the wind up in them a few times and should have won some games in the last couple of years over mm. there. But they don't play a dissimilar style. Like, a very yeah. much a, a running, ball-carrying style. And... Port losing Pollock and losing um, Wingard, uh, which you know will be funny for the for those <laughs> matches too. Um, I, I think, yeah, all those double ups are really going to set the standard because if you can split the difference with them, you, your season's okay. If you can then get two zero against some of them, you've had a great season. Realistically, there's ten games there, obviously with uh, five yeah. teams doubling up. They should be looking at seven or eight wins. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and realistically. Uh, yeah, realistically, looking at seven or eight. Yeah, and which brings you at 12 for the season at least. You pick up a couple here and there. And 10 isn't out of the question. I mean, that's a stretch, obviously, because you never know what happens on the day. But yeah. it's they're not being silly if that's what they're trying to do. Well, you look at it, uh, for the last few years, they've been a bottom-tier side. In well, 20... well, They've had multiple um, bloody spoons. wooden spoons. Yeah, but I think for 2019, they're a mid-tier side, yeah. and they should be looking at being mid to upper mid. Um, so, who's in for a big year for them? Who are we looking out for this year? Well, I had the, the two recruits in Marcus Adam and Lockie Neal. I feel like if they can have that running with the young team that put in good stretches during the season, uh, they can get, uh, carry that momentum that they sort of uh, attained in the last half of last year and really hit the ground running, especially with those dollars that they've got. Losing Clay, uh, Clay Beams, uh, Dane Beams. Well, they lost Clay as well, not that he played that often, but yeah. mm. Dane Beams and uh, was it Rockcliffe you know, a couple of years yep. ago? Yep. Um, Rockcliffe was more the accumulator, and Dane Beams was just, you know, he's a superstar. Yeah. But I think Lockie Neal was a good replacement because he is on the accumulating side. Yeah. Like he averaged 30.3 disposals last year and four tackles. Yeah. A 26-year-old. That's what you want from midfielder. That's who's not bad. not yeah. just offensive-minded, but is uh, paying attention to his man that he's supposed to man up as well. Yeah, exactly. And God knows, when you're at Frio, you've got to do a lot of manning up because you've got the water Exactly. Mm. Well, I think mentioned before that they need a, a Voss-style player. Cameron is the bloke that can play that style. And his rookie season, fantastic. Um, can he bring it up to the next level again? I reckon he can. Well, uh, second year. Is he second or third year this year? Second Rainer. year this year. Second year this yeah. year. So I believe in second year blues. Yeah. Um, but I had him down as my big one of the players for a big year as well. Um, because his first year, there was a, a couple of times where... You know, late in the game, he had a shot on goal to win the game um, and bottled it, you know, mm, at least yeah. twice. But um, I really like Fagan's afterwards. He said, yeah, but he got the ball. Yeah, like, yeah true. That's what you want from these players that you're going to yeah. hang your bloody uh, club on. Well, he didn't yeah. just get the ball. He got the ball and was like, right, I got this. I'm going yeah. to And look, he didn't get, end up putting it through the big ones, yeah. but he, he wasn't scared of the moment. No, yeah. Exactly right. He was exactly like, right. this is what I'm playing footy for. And yeah. every kid dreams that moment, yeah. but some of them get worried and try and hand off. Hey, right place, right time, wrong execution. But yeah. you've got another 15 years to make good on that. Mm. Um, and this is where it starts for him. But I'm almost worried about him becoming a player because yeah, if, if he is, he's going to be just a fucking yeah, belter. He is. Um, McCluggage as well, who's a year uh, older. Yeah. Um, he's shown glimpses of it um, as well. He might not have the same flair as uh, Cam Rayner, and maybe not the same size, but um, he's coming in for his uh, third season now, and you'd expect him to make some leaps now. Because three years in is when they really start to go, okay, this is yeah. how you play the game. Yeah. But if he's your, your standard setter, you've got a fucking good squad. Fucking oath, yeah. Mm. I mean, he's, he's a number one, dra- number one or number two draft pick. Yeah, was it was the, the same. They had one, yeah, two, didn't exactly. they? Uh, yeah, not that year. Um, but, no. uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we had one. Um, Eric Hipwood as well yeah. Yeah. He, he's the one that could go either way because sometimes he looks like he could be the next Buddy Franklin yeah. and other times he looks like he could be the next uh, Lewis Roberts Thompson yeah. <laughs> again <laughs> needs to get on the meat pies a little bit Yeah, I, I think at some stage you just got to accept it's not going to happen yeah, <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Fletcher build yeah I think he's a Fletcher <laughs> the whole AFL is looking for the next of both of those two players as well so I'm going to keep your name out of that hat um, but uh, he, geez, he's got some potential he's got some height and just god damn it if he puts it all together he'd be unstoppable mm. yeah um, right now, if you had a, a pick of him or Joe Danaher, who'd you take? Oh, pfft. Joe Danaher's on his ass. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. I mean, he just yeah. sit out no, on the entire season. No, I'd take for sure. Uh, Hipwood. I'd take him too. I'd take McClover. Yeah. Hipwood. All right. Who's on the outer? Who's in trouble? I mean, I don't think there's anyone that's like immediately like this dude's fucked, but I've put down Josh Walker 
think he's getting a bit old. Uh, he only averaged 14 disposals and one tackle. Um, came from Geelong, which yeah. would have had a pretty good pedigree, and you expect him to be in there doing something more important. He was a VFL player at Geelong, yeah. really. And I think he's... He's still one of those guys that's going to come in for eight games a year. Yeah, well, yeah. Year. I mean, he played at the start, had a uh, played shit house, and got <laughs> dropped for the middle half of the season. Middle, a lot of halves in that season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last third, he no no consistency, but he did get twenty disposals plus yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, uh, but still not good enough to be able to hold your spot. Yeah, well, the one I reckon's on the on the outer, but not for a bad reason, is probably um, Hodge. Not not because. He hasn't uh, succeeded, but because he has, yeah, uh, to the point where his job will be almost done at the end of the year, and then can move into coaching roles, probably back at Hawthorne. But it get it will get to the point, I think, in twenty twenty, where he's keeping a young player out of the side. We don't take rookie coaches; we let them go somewhere else yeah. earn their stripes, <laughs> and if we find out they're good or not, then we bring them back. Um, I think he's he's only playing because I've asked him to <laughs> this year, more than likely, and he's getting the paycheck. So fair play to him. Yeah, he, uh, but you say that it's probably minimum wage he's getting too. I can't yeah. imagine it'd be much more than that. Um, or they're, you know... Yeah, Hodge's out there making 12 bucks an hour. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, he gets man. paid 24 bucks a week. All I'm saying is, Light and Easy is probably paying him more for those it's stupid ads. Yeah. Probably, and to be fair, up in Brisbane during summer, you, you're selling a fair bit of Light and Easy too. So he's, he's making money now. I've got a contentious one on the outer. Because <laughs> I, I just imagine Hodge with this like pyramid scheme. Come over, <laughs> buy my Light and Easy. Good happen. <laughs> Get them um, my downline. Th- I've got some essential oils. <laughs> I think they're outs. They did get a, rid- a few, you know, uh, list cloggers, as uh, Terry Wallace used to call them. Yeah. I've got one con- potential outer in Daniel Rich. Yeah, I thought so too. He's, he's been so around. Looked, looked over. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everyone says one of the best ball users when he's on his game, but he seems like, I don't know if it's an attitude thing, or he can go off his game very quickly. Oh, yeah, very, yeah. very easily, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like saying I'm, I'm the best porn star when I'm teamed up with a lesbian crew. Like... Yeah, it doesn't happen though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is just like sure, that. Okay. Well, that was probably on the fly. I'm, I'm a couple yeah, beers deep now. I don't know where I'm going with that one. I'd like, yeah. to, I'd like to digest that analogy, but it's, it's Brisbane. No one's listening to this podcast anyway. Let's let's put it on the back burner. We'll save it for Adelaide. Well, look, uh, Brisbane. If you can sort of put that to a test, uh, and look yeah. up in the Gold Coast, there's probably a fair opportunity. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let us know. If someone knows what Josh is talking about. Let us know. But <laughs> on the other side of it, I mean, there is still opportunity for Daniel Rich to make a big contribution this year because there's been a lot of times where he's been the only one in the midfield in that midfield you have to worry about. Yeah, you know, very uh, true. You're very him, true. Just worry about him. Yep. Um, now there are others and he can use that um, booming left foot of his um, and be a distributor. So yep. if he's only averaging 20 to 21 touches a season, but they're, you know, those halfback Inside 50s, 60 meter bullets, go with that. Yeah, that's yep. fine. There's yep. no worries mm-hmm. about that. Okay. And you want yeah, 21 touches a game, I reckon. You know, 21 touches a season is probably a shit. Yeah, yeah game. Yeah, game. Um, so, where have we got on finishing? Uh, they were 15th with five wins last year. I have them with a, a massive improvement of finishing. 15th. 15th. So no improvement whatsoever. No improvement whatsoever. Very, very down on Brisbane. The uh, thing is, even when I was going through my ladder predictions, I was like, Brisbane, they're going to they're gonna move up. And I've slotted in 15th <laughs> and realised it's the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where well, you got them? Uh, I've got them finishing 13th. So I've got them going up a little bit um, because I, I, just, I do feel like um, last year they were a little bit too happy with themselves. Yeah. It's only five wins. Yeah. But if everything clicks, uh, that they could sneak into finals. Yeah, you see... I'm not saying they will, though. I, I do love an underdog, and uh, I am a, a bit of an optimist. I've You've got, got them first, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got them 11th. 
Yeah, I think eleventh. Um, I mean, externally they'll be saying, you know, we're here, we want to challenge for finals. But I think if they got eleventh, that's probably eight or nine wins. Yeah, they're probably going, yeah, okay, we've done something. I think they're pretty fucking stoked to eleven. Yeah. Um, well, it shows improvement, but it also it very much depends. If they get tenth. Uh, but they don't get games into their new recruits and, you know, they're, they're trying to consolidate a team that's already there, yeah. you'd say that's negative. But if they get to 11th but their young lads are firing again, next thing you know, they've got 10 players who are all in the, the 20 to 26 age bracket who are playing great footy. Yeah. That's where you set up a, a good run at a, a final. One good thing I think is uh, three teams finished below them last year. I don't see them... I mean, uh, any of them catching them this year. Yeah, so, for no. sure. For so sure. they're looking up. They're yeah. definitely looking up in that sense. I think they're, out of the last year's side that finished bottom four, they're the only team that can somewhat frequently kick over 100 points. Yeah. yeah. All right, that'll do us for the Lions. Yeah, good luck. Cheers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.